Hey, welcome back to NerdGap. My name is Anil and I'm the host and creator of the NerdGap community. And today, I just want to talk about the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker trailer that just released. But before I continue, I just want to say thank you to all of the listeners that have been tuning in over the last couple of episodes. We know the sound quality hasn't been perfect and we are working in a couple different solutions and that should be fixed for our next round of podcasts with the guests. So thank you again for tuning in and bearing with us through this trial and error phase as we get this podcast launched. But before I dive into the trailer, one thing I wanted to kind of talk about are my first impressions or impressions overall of the trilogy so far and that being the trilogy started by J.J. Abrams with The Force Awakens and continued on with Ryan Johnson and then back to J.J. Abrams here. So maybe I'll start with The Force Awakens which you know a lot of people have already already talked a lot about uh, over the past couple of years. My initial impression of the movie or feelings about it is that while I think that there were quite a bit of similarities and parallels between that and A New Hope, um, I did like the movie quite a bit. I hated that they killed off my favorite character. For a new audience, definitely enjoyed that movie as a, as a way of bringing Star Wars fans back to the theaters and engaging a new audience. So I gave that movie sort of a pass on, you know, destroying the Death Star again and doing that whole thing with Ryan Johnson's disastrous movie, The Last Jedi. And I'm saying that because I, I think by now most people are are familiar with my vocal distaste and dislike for that movie is where do I begin? Like, where do I start talking about this movie without getting into an hour-long session just bashing Ryan Johnson? I don't even mean to bash him directly. I just kind of think that his decisions and choices for a property such as Star Wars were so bad and lacked such strong judgment that I, I somehow have to direct him or direct my kind of anger towards him just because, like, how do you, how do you, how did this even get greenlit? And with The Last Jedi, I mean, I typically go see these movies to Two times in theaters or at least three times depending on how, how much I really liked it I, I couldn't even bear sitting through it the first time and I actually had to ask the person that I went to see The Last Jedi with if I was hallucinating the whole thing like did, did I fall asleep was I snoring did this movie really happen and the sad answer was yes yes it did and as a movie as a Star Wars movie by itself and you know not tying into part of a trilogy if that were the case I would say you know what it's not bad there are some things that happened in it that I wish I didn't see such as you know Leia flying through space through some magical use of force powers that she's never tapped into at that level before more than any other Jedi has ever done the whole Poe and uh, Holdo um, conflict with the whole secret of the plan and then her plan being to shoot through the the Star Destroyer or the Starship or whatever it was to kind of save the day would be something that I think that she could have shared with a few other people and if this was a known fact that you can do that why didn't anyone in the history of Star Wars ever try to do that and just avoid the massacres of people dying at the hands of the Death Star. But let's leave that alone for a sec and talk a little bit about how The Last Jedi kind of really hit the points of being like my most irritated experience watching a Star Wars movie. And that's got to be with Luke 
And the way they treat Luke in this movie is unlike any kind of expectation you would have had. So they really, I mean, he was looking to subvert our expectations. I think he really, really did that because Luke in this movie is not the Luke that we, one, we would not have expected, two, we didn't even think was possible because he's he's like an old man, but he's sort of like a grumpy old man and he doesn't want to help and he's, he wants to live isolated on his milk farm, whatever, he, whatever you want to call that thing that he was staying on. And just be away from all of it and knowing that he was supposed to technically be the last Jedi or the last of the masters at least you would think that he would try to continue to bring balance to the force balance to the galaxy after everything that happened with the new order but instead we get this sort of good cop bad cop style veteran grumpy old man we don't even i mean we get cheated out of an awesome training montage scene and that might have actually been in the movie and i might have forgotten just because i thought i dreamt most of that movie so if it is in there please leave a comment or send me a message or something but the last jedi the way they treated luke as the last jedi and that's kind of what i thought before ray became the official last jedi is he's the sort of last disciple of the this almost completely forgotten religion or species of being and he's supposed to uphold the values and he's supposed to kind of hold the traditions true and if anything Rey should be the one that's you know out with tradition because she has no former experience on the old ways like the the you know the old republic and instead it's kind of flipped and Rey is seeking that sort of mentorship and seeking the traditional jedi training and jedi upbringing and it's not given to us through that channel instead we have luke who is supposed to be like protecting the jedi values and then there's that scene where yoda even shows up and like they're burning basically the jedi code and everything that kind of meant or held value for the the origin of the jedi code so that was like what why are we doing this? How could anything prior to this point have made any sense then? All of the search your feelings, you know it to be true, just use the force, the force will always be with you, all that stuff is all like basically nonsense. And that's kind of how Ryan Johnson kind of treated the, the lore and the history of the Star Wars movies. Now, there are going to be people, people that disagree with me, absolutely. For those people, you're more than welcome to, you know, have that discussion with me if you like. But my feelings on it is that it just wasn't given the treatment that it, it deserved. Even if they had to throw out the Jedi code, maybe Luke was going to suggest to her that, you know, the Jedis are not completely... Maybe you can't be completely good. Maybe you have to have a little bit of dark. Maybe you have to be a little bit on the dark side and, and have have a mixture of emotions and feelings to really be one with the force. Maybe that would have been a cooler lesson. But anyways, Last Jedi happens, Luke dies at the end. One, like, it was kind of cool when Luke showed up to fight Kylo and showed him, you know, the power of the, the of a master. And that to piss him off or piss off Kylo, I think was kind of cool. But then for it to be, turn out that it was an apparition and that was like, what, why? Why couldn't he actually just show up there and fight and then actually show and demonstrate a physicality of using the force in the state that he's in and show Kylo that he is this powerful to destroy any kind of stance of evil with even the last bit of the force. But then instead what we get is Kylo ends up fighting this apparition or this like hologram version of, of Luke 
and it's like really stupid and I think that they could have done a, a much better job of maybe giving Mark Hamill a better send-off because they kind of gave him the Yoda send-off where he just sort of disappeared into thin air or vanished into thin air and I just think it was just very unfulfilling so Last Jedi aside we have these issues that's what happened we're stuck with it on to the next one, which is Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. So I don't know what most of your thoughts are on this one, but for myself and quite a few people that I spoke to, uh, the feeling is that the trailer at least is quite underwhelming. They don't give us a whole lot, maybe because they're holding back a big secret or they're going to have a huge reveal in the movie. I tried fishing around to see if, you know, maybe Mark Hamill might make another appearance, maybe as an apparition or in his uh, force form to kind of coach Ray, give her some last minute words of wisdom, but uh, there's no credit for him right now. So uh, my friends and I believe that they might be keeping something like that completely uh, secret because obviously that'll translate well when the first wave of audience go see the movie. But if he's not credited and if no one's found out whether or not he's credited by now, especially on the internet in 2019, we're probably gonna have to expect that he's not gonna show up. That being said, the Rise of Skywalker, we were trying to understand the meaning of what that is. And my thinking is that the Rise of Skywalker is relating to Rey and Kylo because we'll find out that Rey is a Skywalker or half a Skywalker at least in this movie. And that'll kind of wrap up her whole who is she uh, or mysteriousness. And the other thing being that together they kind of like joined together and like maybe Kylo will be the force user who is sort of a mix of light and dark and she's the only one that can kind of rein him in and kind of keep him at bay and maybe that's how their relationship will work and then they'll go on to raise the next wave of Jedis and a friend of mine thinks that they'll call that wave of Jedis the Skywalkers. I don't think that's the case. I think we might actually see a cameo here. I think Leia may may actually die in this one because there's a scene or a moment in the trailer where you hear Luke's voice speaking to Rey and before he finishes the sentence, it almost sounds like Leia's voice finishes the sentence and I think the line is, the force will be with you always. And I think she says the always part. That, that may very well be what happens. I think Leia may actually die in this one, hopefully properly this time, and she doesn't float back to the ship. Other than that, I mean, looking at this trailer and just trying to piece together what it could be, it looks like we're going to have a couple of the, the classic Star Wars tropes, which the, you know, lightsaber battle, of course. Who's who's not expecting a lightsaber battle to be in this movie? And also probably uh, some really cool um, aerial dogfights with uh, a couple of X-Wing fighters. Poe was definitely in this movie again. We see a fleet of, you know, rebel ships kind of approaching what looks to be an old Star Destroyer. And that's kind of leading me into my next thing, which is, are they really going to bring Palpatine back? I mean, we kind of got a little bit of a teaser for Palpatine in the teaser trailer where we heard his, uh, or the classic ha 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 laugh or ah ah laugh or whatever, however you want to say it. My thoughts on that is that they should really not even think about bringing Palpatine back just because that is going to be a, such a cop-out. It's going to be, in my opinion, just unfortunate that they have to dive back into the well to, to bring up a villain that is worthy of being the villain for this whole thing because Ryan Johnson thought it was a cool idea to kill Snoke off in The Last Jedi, which was another thing that pissed me off, but let's not even get into that. So what I think is if they do decide to bring Palpatine back, it's not going to be his actual self. He may not be his actual body. 
it may be as an apparition and maybe he was behind the corrupting of Kylo. Maybe because Kylo was being trained by Luke and we know that uh, Palpatine or Darth Sidious had tried probably in that moment in episode 6, tried probably his best to convert Luke over to the dark side and make him, you know, kill Vader and, and become his number one. Because at that point, Luke was, you know, probably the most promising protege that Sidious could have had considering that Sidious may have sensed that Vader was he was starting to show signs of, of weakness or anything like that but I don't know I'm just speculating thoughts on that is that you know if Sidious is coming back it's probably not going to be his actual body but more of an apparition and appearing to um, Kylo or appealing to Kylo through the form of Snoke I I am almost a hundred percent sure that they're going to say that Snoke this whole time was not actually a real person or he was being manipulated or controlled through Darth Sidious this whole time and the New Order and all that, the whole creation of all that is all part of Darth Sidious's contingency plan if Vader should ever have tried to betray him or he should lose power. So those are my thoughts. I personally think that they should leave this Skywalker saga alone and they should just try to do movies that are set within the world of Star Wars because it's such a massive universe the the possibilities are really endless and that they could actually do some really cool stories personally speaking if we had to do another you know Star Wars related or sorry Skywalker related story I would actually like them to do a story kind of like a spy thriller kind of like a James Bond type Thing or like a heist type thing kind of like how Rogue One was but focusing on the many Bothans who died so that they can get the plans or the information on how to destroy the second Death Star or Death Star 2.0 because Mon Mothma says many Bothans died so that we can have this information and I remember as a kid watching that thinking oh my god how many how many Bothans died I need to know, and, and like, how did they die? Was it Vader? Was it who? Like, who killed them? And whoever killed them must have known that they were up to something. Therefore, knowing that they were working on providing these information or this information to someone, but then they ended up succeeding and getting that information to the rebels anyway. So, a, a movie on that would be good, but it's probably too similar to Rogue One. So, I, I guess I'll probably never see a spy thriller type movie from uh, a Star Wars perspective, but. They should really fo focus on doing movies that are set within the world of Star Wars, but not necessarily centered around the Skywalkers. You can do non-Jedi stories. You can do... I mean, look at Solo. Solo was a good movie, in my opinion, and it unfortunately had to suffer the aftermath of The Last Jedi. And I remember when I went to go see it in theaters that I was kind of surprised at how the turnout at the theater for opening weekend especially was very surprisingly low or lower than I thought let's say because usually the theater is packed but in this particular case it was not and I think that's just sort of one maybe uh, people aren't familiar with Solo uh, or non, non Star Wars fans are probably not familiar with Solo and two uh, the people that have seen The Last Jedi or fans of the, La uh, of the Star Wars universe probably just hated that movie so much that they didn't go see it and I was part of that crew, as I was part of that boat as well. I almost did not go see Solo just because of how bad I thought 
The Last Jedi was, but I had nothing to do that weekend, and I decided, you know what? It's a Star Wars movie. I'm a Star Wars fan. I have to go see this. So I did go see it. And unfortunately, that's what's going to happen this time around with Rise of Skywalker is I'm going to avoid trying to see it. And then in the last minute, I'm probably going to end up watching it. So, I mean, that's it. My thoughts are, you know, this movie might be a good movie. I, I think that the trailer is kind of underwhelming. I think that J.J. Abrams has probably got something up his sleeves in terms of surprises. Uh, we might get some cameos that we weren't expecting. But also that I don't think it's going to redeem or properly fix the damage done by The Last Jedi. And again, I'm not completely shitting on Ryan Johnson. I just think that from a director's perspective... And from a studio perspective, and from Disney of all things, how did you think that this would have been a great movie? The, the reviews must have been so mixed when that movie came out that you had to realize that to fix this, you have to come up with something better. So hopefully The Rise of Skywalker will give us that closure and give us uh, you know, a little bit of faith in the Star Wars franchise again. And uh, if anyone thinks that you know, the movie is going to be a total bust. We'd love to hear from you. Our uh, way of contacting us or reaching out to us is through our Twitter page at nerd underscore gab. Or you can reach out to us on Instagram at nerdgab. Or you can email us at nerdgab.podcast at gmail.com. So again, guys, uh, this was a short one. I don't have much more to really say on this topic. Uh, I'm just going to be waiting until it comes out on theater to go see it. If anyone has any comments, please share. And uh, if you haven't already, please follow us on this podcast and our social media as we do update our stuff daily. And uh, would love to hear your thoughts. Take care, guys.